Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, the Internet, and welcome to this Monday, October 23rd, weekend trending, mm-hmm. week trending episode of The Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah! I'm Jack. That is Miles. This is a weekend episode. This is the Monday morning weekend yeah. digest yeah. ketchup. Exactly. Well, Unless you're on the East Coast. It is a baby tomato ketchup. Um, the punchline. Uh, I am Jack. We already did that. Uh, how are you, Miles? I'm great. I'm great. Another week. Jack. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Keep... <laughs> oh, me? I'm Jack. <laughs> That's how I am. That's what I am. right That's now. what's going on over here. Yeah, I had a good weekend. I had, you know, two highlights are part of my over and under the new Spider-Man game and my Ooh. 20th high school reunion. So, you know, wow. I'm doing, it's just funny to even say new Spider-Man game and 20th high school reunion. <laughs> because yeah, I'm like, man. Hey bro, never, it's like, I looked at myself in the yearbook and be like, yo bro, never yeah. change, never change. Dog. That's right. Just gain <laughs> some more, shit gain heart. some empathy. You know what I mean? Gain some empathy, do some work on yourself and some of your patterns emotionally and some, you know, some, you know, some knowledge, some history, and then stay cool in exactly cool. the way that we define cool right now. Did exactly. you meet, did you see anybody who was like that? I feel who, like that's more in movies, like the person whose like values have not shifted, who's like still about that college oh, or high school life and just no, like can't let that shit go nah, it's be- yeah. it's like it's funny because like a lot of the people that were like the jock type cooler people are just like pretty normal adults and shit or like working government or something like that yeah yeah and then like it's funny like the people who are the most like who hasn't changed my one friend from high school uh who is now like a 
oncologic like a dermatologist for like skin cancers like a specialist dermatologist Mm -hmm. he is very much like the exact same person like from like he was always very like energetic the exact same it was kind of wild he felt like dermatological oncologist yeah oncological dermatologist he said something he said something specialist and i was like i was like i that means i was like that means skin cancer right he's like yes 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 and Uh, so now you're just in his texts constantly yeah yeah i was like what do you think bro like i got some things you know i I should get (laughs) looked at and he goes you're like bathroom real quick he's like you're a fitzpatrick three to four he's like you're not as at risk as someone who would say maybe say is a fitzpatrick fitzpatrick one is like is that your skin fairness Fitzpatrick is irish and irish people that's what have... i thought i was like yeah. are y'all just coming that's for the up. fucking brits you know people from the <laughs> yeah. isles over there like how pale they are and it's like no i'm, I'm this ah, person created this scale yeah it's well, like he oh, might bro, have been motivated skin? by the fact that all of his family was dying of skin cancer because <laughs> yeah, that's like us irish just, folk we we got a bad um, yeah it's like oh man you got that fitzpatrick one skin tone I heard Matt Lieb on, I think it was on an episode of Behind the Bastards last week, uh, doing an impression of Irish people, and he just kept saying, I want to fight me, da. <laughs> like, I want to fight my dad. <laughs> it's, been, it's been living in my fucking head nonstop. <laughs> uh, uh, break the cycle, break the cycle, break the cycle. Uh, yeah. Have you ever watched those YouTube videos of like the Irish people who like, are still in like kind of clan warfare oh yeah just, like, yeah like the fights. old like bare knuckle boxing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah it's like because yeah, yeah. it, that shit is straight up wwe like they got the whole crew behind them yeah you and they're like, like allowed it to bust into wwe territory yeah well but like because there I, there's like a whole documentary actually i remember watching like like maybe 10 years ago because i was so just i couldn't believe how like these like one guy looked like a human walrus <laughs> You know, like his whole vibe when he was like, come fight the it's fucking night. Like, I was like, yo, yo, this is fucking lit. I just loved how there were like people sitting on a truck behind him, like a yeah, kid, yeah. like, like standing on top of a van while he was talking all this shit. Yeah. Anyway. And we will fight our da. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mark my words. Uh, all right. Should we tell the people? So this is the episode where we catch up with what was happening over the weekend yes. and also uh what was happening with us yeah. and um do a little overrated underrated yeah uh i could kick us off with a overrated okay if you're, if you're cool with that i'm yeah i like that um i just i just rewatched zodiac uh that is not my overrated that is my underrated for me i was underrating zodiac okay. the, it was just a little like it's one of those movies that doesn't follow that natural three act structure, at least not the way that your brain is expecting it to. And so I think it was just like a little amorphous the first time I watched it. So rewatching mm-hmm. it, knowing what happens, really loved it. Um, police science though, man, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit. So this is like the, the story of the Zodiac killer and like the investigation of the Zodiac killer. And it's just, you're, it's an infuriating story of police incompetence right where like you kind of know the whole time who (laughs) the zodiac killer is (laughs) and all the evidence is there and the only thing stopping people from following it is like this bullshit like a handwriting expert which has like been debunked and probably at that time had been debunked i just like went 
on Google uh, Scholar to look uh-huh. for like handwriting signs used with police work. And like the top three, <clears throat> the top three references were like 1922, 1945. <laughs> like it's just this oh my outdated God. old school <laughs> piece of shit science. And yeah, they're just like, nah, it can't be him. His T's are crossed in a different way. Right. Uh, and so much of police methodology is just like gut and pseudoscience. And I don't know. It's just so fucking frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So like the handwriting thing is that he cut, they come through and they're like, all right, but this person, like we, the, the one, here's what we know about this suspect. They told somebody like a year before the Zodiac killings that they were going to do the Zodiac killings. Um, <laughs> That described all the stuff they were going to do in right, detail. So let's get that guy. Yeah. Refer- mm-hmm. Referenced like the Zodiac. I think they even said the Zodiac thing at the time. Uh, had the watch that the name the Zodiac, like the only time the name Zodiac and the symbol the Zodiac killer used had appeared next to one another was in this watch advertisement. And <laughs> the person, when they went to question him, is wearing that watch. <laughs> It's just like it's it's this like open and shut case, and but they like keep getting tripped up on this fucking bullshit. Like they they find guns in his uh in his trailer that like don't match the ballistics on the killings, and they're like it wasn't him, can't be him. It's like he could, what? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking? It's <clears throat> it's a crazy. And then they finally like find the the witness. Who the one person who witnessed it and track him down and he's like, Yeah, no, that's definitely it's definitely the guy yeah, who that, it obviously nah, it is. Uh, <laughs> Look how he crosses his T's though. Dude, I'm I'm the fucking yeah. witness, dude. I'm telling you. But he's like ambidextrous mm-hmm. and they're like, Yeah, we we hear he's ambidextrous, and so he like wrote with like wrote the letters with one hand and did the other. They're they're obviously like very carefully written, first of all, so you can like beat the right. lie detector test of handwriting analysis and also the ambidextrous thing the guy who they're going to is just like yeah no i've never seen anyone who's ambidextrous like this that's that can't, exists. can't be um anyways fuck police science um it just shows I guess you it gave us a very good movie right and also just shows you like yeah it's it's gut pseudoscience and mostly ego right because it's just it's just the sheer fact it's like no man i'm convinced it's this person stop trying to fuck with me because i think it's this other thing or like when you see it all the time when like like other prosecutors or detectives are just like fuck it dude we're not taking an l this is the guy let's get him yeah and fucking ignore every other piece of evidence just in service of this one thing that you need to be true which is i'm right about yes yes it's it's wild it is a good it's a good movie if you've like if you were raised on police movies like i was where the you know cop is able to use his gut and like all those pseudoscientific shit to like solve the thing it's a good movie to watch and like really sure digest that like this is how police work actually works which is you you're just you know who it is but they're like too dumb to right. actually say that that is who it is What's something you think is overrated? Mike? Oh man! Oh God! So you know, Miles, <laughs> what are you up to? Oh, twentieth anniversary. Oh, you know, I'm. Just, I don't know. I, just have a, just, I do. I work in podcasting. It's really nothing. Oh, that's. Oh, you do a podcast. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, and I was catching up with people, like I said, uh, my terribly planned high school reunion. 
Uh, but we ended up meeting at a bar right after the official one. And okay. that's where you catch up with people again. Uh, it was really nice catching up with some old friends and confirming that how many dudes actually do think about ancient Rome. I was <laughs> fucking. I could not. They're believe there. It. That's where they are. They're at high, twenty year high school reunion. I, and I indulged a person, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I mean, like, where do you where do you think America is?" It's like actually, I would posit that America is less like Rome and more like Carthage, okay, uh, because of the militarism. I was like, "Okay, you know what? Just." I'm. I have to go drink a beer now. But thank you uh, for. I didn't. I. I thought it was going to be a joke, but it was like a very. We had a very actually in depth conversation. So I do appreciate it. Like the the, the amount of detail yeah. it wasn't just some guy who watched a bunch of TikToks and like yeah. was suddenly like Cicero and knew everything. The fall of empire is real. We are in the midst of it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know enough about Rome to like make a bunch of comparisons. Um, yeah so. exactly right to that point good but anyway to know that good it's to know. being held down by some men out there holding up exactly. their end of the bargain of man man thank you for not making us look totally it's just stupid out there <laughs> uh but anyway it was nice catching up with them but i just say overrated right podcasting why is it overrated i mean podcasting it, is overrated so here's the thing uh like that seemed to be the take of a couple people, right? When I talked about podcasting, first I just talked like I said that They're I like, worked what in podcasting. What do you do? You say I work, I, in work, I work in podcasting, and they say your job. Fuck your job. <laughs> no, they're like, oh my God. They're like, isn't it like there's just so many podcasts? Like everyone has a podcast. I'm like, yeah, no, it's true. Everyone does have, including this person you're talking to right now at your yeah. fucking high school reunion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just like very poetic when some people were like, oh, you know, I tried to get into it, but I still not like they like weren't. They haven't, they didn't know the gospel of podcasting. Mm. I had somebody from Zeitgang no. pull up mid conversation on some, I'm so sorry to interrupt your guys' conversation. Are you Miles Gray from yes. the Daily Zeitgeist? And I was like, oh, why, yes, I am. Thank you so much. And what and is your name? You had them do that. You paid them to do that. I absolutely shout out Amanda, <laughs> who I told I downloaded her with all the details about the podcast and, and, and talk about how we were talking about Gaza this week. Yeah, say something like that. Okay, okay. and go. <laughs> so oh, it was important. <laughs> she really gave up. She's really this moment was really kind, and it was just one of those moments where like so it's like the kind of thing you would in a scripted movie be like. They fucking paid that person to yeah. say that at their high school reunion. And I did it. So thank you for that little bit of uh, serendipity, um, synchronicity that, yes. that occurred. Uh, because it's not overrated. You see, this is the power of podcasting. You create community with people. And yeah, you, you can also flex were, on people at your 20th anniversary. <laughs> did, were people a little off put by the fact that you broke down weeping after the person came up, after Amanda the first came up? Thing, <laughs> first thing, one of my friends who like, friends from high school who I'm not really, like we haven't, you know, kept in touch since. First thing they said was, how much you pay her to say that? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. And I was like, 40 Shout bucks. out to Amanda. Shout out to any Zeke gang who uh, come up, especially when, you know, we're with other people that please, please don't feel like we don't want you to. Oh, oh no. I oh. I welcome interrupt me feeding my child. Yes. To fucking <laughs> ask for a picture, whatever. Because it is so different, just especially in the pandemic, like and we haven't done a live show in a long time. Oh my that will God. change soon. But like to realize we all exist in physical space and are yeah. connecting with no, each other. No, I have no idea that people listen to this show in any like real sense. Like I'm yeah, still yeah, right. living off of the time like 
three years ago where my wife and I were out to eat and the waiter at the end of dinner was like, by the way, like huge fans, like gang. And I was like, your wife's like how much my they, wife, how much and it was very it? embarrassing. We did get asked to leave after that because uh, you were, you were so celebratory. I threw, I threw my plate on the she, ground. Uh, Amanda despite, said she actually ran into you at a UCB show years ago and she heard your laugh and tapped on your shoulder and, <laughs> and told you, me to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Hey Jack, I know that's you with your fucking weirdo ass <laughs> laugh. Your laugh is too loud, man. Uh, all right. Um, that's amazing. Shout, shout out to Zyke. God, yeah. you guys are the best, truly the best fan base. Did we ever mention that there's an article in what? What was that article where they talked about how Zyke Gang is one of the oh, best yeah. podcast fan bases? Oh yeah, that was that was in uh, Life Hacker. Life Hacker. Yeah. Shout out Lauren Purcell writing that one up. Yeah, yeah. We're out here with the shout out other to Zyke Gang. other big podcasts, but obviously Zyke Gang. <laughs> this for the number. children we for always the, hear for the that future. from yeah from our guests too you guys are yeah. always uh almost always kind to the guests and we appreciate y'all um underrated i'm going with the aurora borealis um oh yeah big one Night, okay northern lights okay uh, but why call it the northern lights where you, when you can call it the aurora borealis uh great name i believe coined by um galileo but yeah uh did you my, see them recently yeah yeah <laughs> I, like, wait, what, I might what, have been what high. did you do this week? um <laughs> man the aurora like whoa got hit by the winds of jupiter up there no i i actually i just saw a picture like somebody's iphone picture that they took a friend okay. of my wife uh who's from alaska was just like yeah by the way this is what the night sky looks like in alaska like a lot of the time and right. I don't know. I always assumed that like you had to like hike out in the middle of nowhere and uh you know use trick photography. <laughs> but no, like the night sky just like turns into a like work of trippy psychedelic art like <laughs> on a regular basis. And, right. Like the and the explanation for what you know why it happens is like even crazier than like what it looks like it's like the, right uh, like the particles are deflected toward the poles of earth. like particles are coming from the sun that are like going twenty thousand miles per hour and then like crashing into other particles and like those particles have like light signatures and so like oxygen is green and i don't know it's just like one of those things that yeah when you, you think about it you're like fuck I, it was better when i was like it's a light show that happens kind yeah, of <laughs> it's i don't know i like as an adult i was like man when you really think about it like that big red storm on jupiter is pretty cool um right. which it is but yeah. like we like our planet just turns into a fucking light show like <laughs> for a lot of the year just like it's like glowing in all sorts of like wild fluorescent colors like for a, a huge chunk of the year um and and i was totally underrating that i'm just yeah. being like yeah uh, oh, okay northern lights yeah i get it right um, right yeah that's that's definitely something i i want to see with my bare eyes for sure yeah your bare eyes mm -hmm. um still yeah. in bear mode from last week <laughs> people were mad that we didn't mention paddington in our bear episode. i know but I, you know I, what we were trying to be serious 
<laughs> and asking the only the most serious of yeah. questions. Then it gets veers into joke town. We're talking about made up bears. Come on, yeah, now. come on. Um, <laughs> but that wasn't oversight. We're sorry about that, and we forgot about uh, Mean Girls Day, October third. Yes, those are those are our two only mistakes. Two biggest regrets. Of the past twelve months. <laughs> um, I also I think I was underrating how much I rely on typical like Hollywood hype machine shit to get excited about a movie because uh-huh. I did not notice that. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, the new Scorsese movie, came out last Friday. Like that was one I was looking forward to, and then it just like kind of was in theaters without yeah. me realizing it. And I think it was like I didn't see the standard like cluster of ambient noise that comes with a movie coming out, and like the stars of that movie being on late night shows because because the actors are still on strike. Right, so, right, right. Like I was always like, why who gives a shit about the actors like being on you know, not who gives a shit about them being on strike, but who gives a shit about like them not being able to do interviews or whatever. But I do think I missed I missed this premiere. Uh I missed the the drop date because it wasn't happening so i'm gonna see that yeah i I felt the same where like suddenly i was just seeing like there was a clip going around of the osage language consultant who like had a take on the movie after seeing it and i was like wait this is on the oh it's oh it's out yeah shit okay because shit is out also too i think i've just turned my like i was in the movie i was in the movie theater last sunday and i saw a trailer for it but i just kind of i think i just turned my mind off when the dates come out because i'm like i don't know it's a must be coming out in like a couple like a month or something yeah it's the trailer's it's thing the now future, but... and that's never gonna happen yeah so, yeah our brain is, is bad is. at that the human brain um what's your underrated um underrated is pretending you are spider-man um <laughs> and like i said I, there's a new spider-man game out and i've said this before i think on the show about how i just love to be web-slinging like I like mm. you can go around, you could beat the fuck out of like bad guys who are trying to like rob old ladies or like save a guy who's like hurt himself unintentionally with illegal fireworks. That's one of the things. That's really do. one of the things yeah, you can help. Guy, like fucks himself <laughs> up with fireworks and you gotta take him to the hospital. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, bro, what the Okay, and had like a backstory about like a like a family member. Anyway, but like I've been spending so much time just flying through the fucking streets of New York. Like I'm like, I'll do this thing. I'll go from Queens down to fucking Williamsburg, downtown Brooklyn, take the bridge over, uh, go through fucking Midtown and the Upper West Side because they have like a pretty, it's a gigantic map. So I'm spending all my time just like in this weightlessness of being Spider-Man. And I think this game is like really good because there are a lot of games that are based on comic book characters that don't usually typically fully capture like in your fan mind what you think it would be like to be this character like right there's like a batman game and you're just like strong as fucking you beat the shit out of people and like you could hide in the dark but it just doesn't quite feel like i'm like i don't know batman's also like a billionaire and like where's my mate where's my Maybach? where's my rolls royce i should be driving yeah it's just like like gta but you're a billionaire (laughs) yeah yeah whereas this is like I just love that the, it's a fully open world. I can just go to the top the tops of buildings, do a bunch of backflips off of them, and never worry have to worry about landing hard. Uh, and yeah. so I find myself like in a very childlike state, just in awe of the fact that I'm like, what if I could go around on my own webs? Uh, and for that, you know, Insomniac Games, they've done it again. 
They've done it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want us to get on board with public transport? Let's get, get us web slinging around. Yeah. Best way to travel. It's got to oh, yeah. be up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now he has this new capability where, like, he can turn his shit into, like, a wingsuit. So if you get high enough, you can just start gliding around and you're kind of flying a little bit. It's all very... It's, <laughs> I'm still getting my hands on this thing. So I'll come back and you'll and see it's if based I'm... based on how high you are as a yeah. player of the yeah. game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a, there's a thing, a breathalyzer you blow into yeah. measures the THC. Oh, yeah. He's ready. He's oh, ready he's for ready, this yeah. one. To play the wingsuit. Uh, All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk about some news. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. And we're back. We are back. And uh, so Israel is now kind of fighting with Greta Thunberg on uh, social media. On on Friday, Greta Thunberg posted a photo of her and some of her friends showing support for Palestine and calling for a ceasefire. Um, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> you better not be he, calling for no ceasefire. That's right. Um, that that was kind of the so. Uh, some pro-Israel accounts quickly claimed that uh, her photo was an anti-Semitic dog whistle because of a toy on her couch, um, which they... So it's a blue octopus plushie. Um, yeah. And they said it is obviously a reference to the Kraken from Nazi propaganda cartoons from World War II, in which it was a well-known sign of the Nazis for the anti-Semitic term international finance Judaism. Uh also, by this logic, uh, an entire 
Seattle NHL team is also anti-Semitic. And um, yeah, and Trump's whole legal. Th- oh, actually, that probably holds up too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. I yeah. Do okay. Yeah, that might yeah. have been aptly named. Um, but I don't know. Uh, so she pointed out, and a lot of people pointed out that uh, the these are reversible. These reversible octopus toys are kind of everywhere right now. Um, yeah. And they are. You can like reverse them inside or out, and uh, they are alternately happy and sad, wh- whether you reverse them inside and out. Um, they are a tool often used by autistic people as a way to communicate feelings, and she is autistic. Right, and like, yeah, sure, okay, nice try. Nice, <laughs> right. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it just, there's, there's been this, like, social media, and then, so she deleted the post because right. she didn't want there to be any mistake about what uh she was she was trying to communicate but there's just that this seems to be a big thing that is going on right now where uh by expressing you know concern for the people in gaza um innocent people in gaza you're you can be branded as an anti-semite oh um, yeah oh yeah uh, or, yeah. or if you, or if you say like, I've seen things where it's like people call for a ceasefire and they're like, Oh, but you don't care about the hostages. It's like, right. that, that's like implied, like, th- uh, yes. Release the I, hostages I, and ceasefire. Yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. Those but don't even, seem like in but the, those like incompatible, like mutually don't exclusive seem incompatible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, we, we can only do one. So which one is it? Um, uh, right. but yeah, then like you saw like the, the at Israel Twitter account has been been chiming in on all kinds of things where yeah. like they came at greta where they said the that the <laughs> trying to appeal to greta thunberg by being like you know hamas doesn't use sustainable materials for their rockets and you're like yeah. uh, huh that's okay sure i don't does anyone are there any sustainably made munitions anywhere right. is yeah. like are like are you gonna then be like and what could our carbon neutral fucking bomb that we use um and then the other one of like, you know, Hamas, the like, you know, the hump, like you could have died in the Hamas massacre. The the appeals to like people's like interests to try and get them to like relent on their desire for peace is very, very odd. And like, yeah, I think the Gen- like the Geneva Convention tweeted something about like there's even rules to war. And then like the, the IDF or the Israeli uh, like at Israel account, like quote tweeted it and was like. Uh, like Israelis have a right to live, also, and you're like, okay. yeah, that's it's, that's the literally the people who are talking about the Geneva Convention about like how okay yeah, yeah. so that's that's where things are still yeah the uh, is Israel's education ministry is wiping any reference to Thunberg from the curriculum since she is quote no longer eligible to be an inspiration to kids and this article in which they it's being announced uh, says that. Uh, she posted, she uh, published a post over the weekend supporting the Hamas terrorist organization. It's like, is that what? Wow. No. Is that what she said? No. No. Um, yeah. I don't know. And it, yeah. So it's a, it's a weird, very difficult time to be uh, stating that you don't want innocent people to die on any side uh, right now. Right, and not have like, and not have a nation state's Twitter account be like, 
oh, not you doing this. Right. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And yeah, like, and also no one said that shit. Yeah. But this is but this is all part of, you know, the fucking the the process of manufacturing consent for what's happening there. Right. You have to like you have to do, like drone out any voices that are calling for an end to hostilities and like some kind of process to rectify the situation just to further this whole policy that we're seeing now, which is total scorched earth and displacing people and putting as many children in harm's way, which, you know, are of yeah. like the future of Palestine. So yeah. it's a uh, yeah, it's not ending. And I mean, we're going to talk about this uh, on tomorrow's episode, too. But I think like, I was also just seeing just watching like the pace of MSNBC this weekend. It'll be like, OK, here's a person from the U.N., like a human rights advocacy group who's like on the ground telling us what's going on. They're like, oh, my gosh, it's so bad. OK, thank you. The next guest will be like uh, like a military advisor who's just like calling for like the death, like just to destroy Gaza. Like it, it'll be like. Here's one person who's saying it's bad. Here's another who says it's okay. I'll push back lightly yeah, and then we'll have then we'll have a congressperson who'll give you the American version that says like, yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to differentiate between civilians and the terrorists. So, you know, like it's just that's just kind of like the tough part about this whole thing. Right. And not offering like any off ramp to just this terrible terrible loss of life. So, yeah. Uh I wonder, I mean, I, I I was always curious, like, when the coverage of this becomes, like, something the mainstream news doesn't want to talk about anymore. Like, right. whether it's because it's, like, it's just not getting enough clicks or, all right, we've, we've manufactured the requisite amount of consent to, you know, continue this operation. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's I mean, they managed everywhere. to not really pay attention to the war in Iraq and Afghanistan for uh, a long period of time, even though the, they were being waged by like explicitly by the U S. So yeah. I feel like we're probably not that far from them just drilling it out of people's, you know, destroying people's will to be involved and pay attention. But yeah, we, and we shouldn't, you know, we, we have to keep paying attention because yeah, it is because truly, we, I mean, yeah, fuck. I was fucking, 17 18 around the time of the first iraq or the second iraq war and you're seeing like already claims that hamas is like you know they have instructions on making chemical weapons and things you're it's like we're it's like the playbook all over again like wmds like what it's not just this it's like a much larger thing so yeah it's it's uh it's it's hard to watch this all happen again like almost beat by beat yeah all right, uh, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about human dog beds and uh, what stage of collapse that signals. Or Were is there it? human dog beds in Carthage, Miles? I yeah. should ask my friend, actually. Is it just good old-fashioned? Yeah. 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 All right, we'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. And we're back. Oh yeah. And I've I've been hearing tell of human sized dog beds for for a little while now. Super producer Anna Hosnier was onto these and being like, "I should I? I want should to, I get dog bed? But can I look at myself in the mirror? Um, but these are these are real. I just read a review for a human sized dog bed that costs four hundred dollars and is made of memory foam." And the review wow. of the the dog bed itself wow. seems solid, like it's 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 comfortable. Uh, it's like it's obviously not long enough for someone who's like over five foot seven to like lay fully out in. But you know, in a dog bed, you you probably just want to get fetal in it like a dog would. Um, but as I just looked at it, I'm like, hmm, what where what what is this? Like, what's the need here for this sort of like give up de- device? Because Look, I'm all about taking comfort to like whatever extreme necessary. I used to take the fucking headrests off the like the rear seats in my car as a kid. And you know how like they got the two metal prongs in it? Like for the car headrest? Yeah. I would take one and put Uh one in one. And then the extra one, I would put one in the other one. So I would have like this dual V flying V headrest. I used to call this shit Darth Vader. I would do that in the car. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm no... I'm not going to yuck anybody's comfort young. I was putting people at risk by removing the headrests in cars when I was 17. Yes, I was yeah. 17 when I was doing this. But like, <laughs> this is like, I don't know, like, are we at the place now where people are just like, for God, fuck it all. Let me be a dead dog phase. Like, where we just want to fucking <laughs> lay down and die? Because I get that too. Feed me treats while I'm on my back. Yeah. Like, um, I totally, I see the appeal because I... I think all the time I'm like, I want to do something like that, but it's usually something to help me like deal with how like the dread that I have about the world rather than like, this is peak comfort being in a dog bed. They have it in the middle in the, in the picture that shows it in use. Um, they have it where a coffee table may go. So it would just, 
it kind of just sits yeah, in the middle of a, a living room. <laughs> so it's not, it's not like this replaces your bed. It's like, this is a centerpiece of your communal area. Um, right. You may have heard two <laughs> wows from me as you described what this was. One price point, $400. Wow. That's a lot. I can't mm-hmm. believe they're charging that. And then a second wow, when you said memory foam, and that was me saying, wow, I would, I would pay the $400 for this. Oh, now you're like, memory, oh, fully made of memory foam. Yeah. Yes, please. Memory foam to help Damn. melt away those troubling memories, I guess is the way it could be marketed. But yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, like I, it, 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 like you're to your point, like it would have to replace like a coffee table, a dining table. Like, unless you live in a gigantic place that you could just be like, yeah, yeah. And there's my dog yeah. bed. I just like to fucking bliss out on or just hide from the world on. Uh, fine. But uh, yeah, I'm like, that's why I'm like, is this, I think you just put it right next to the door where like a dog bed would go <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, like where people leave their oh, shoes. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. Just put it there for like, you come in from work and just <sighs> kick off your shoes and fall where into the that dog version bed. of Mr. Rogers neighborhood when he's like, it's a <laughs> fucked up day on earth. A fudge. <laughs> fuck it i'm keeping my pumas on and i'm getting my dog bed fuck my house coat or any of that shit yeah uh go off to the land of whatever that make place believe. was make yeah. believe yeah we take the little train there yeah mm. well let us know if you want to get that dog bed is it like in a way i think comparatively it makes the snuggie or the slanket seem like a legitimate piece of like wellness technology when it's like oh yeah you wear a blanket yeah yeah but going to extreme dog bed um you know, I guess, I guess it's up to the user, how they, how they see it. I guess I look at that. And when I feel like I want to get in a dog bed, it's because I feel like shit. Not because yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's optimal comfort, but Hey, teach their own. It feels like it would be good. It would, it would work very well as a compliment to the Snuggie, you know, have oh. a couple of these around the house and then you're wearing the blanket already. And then you can just, <laughs> you know, that's got right out your depression. <laughs> yeah, that feels like a air, like a thematic Airbnb where it's like no beds in this place, only human <laughs> dog beds, only yeah. blankets, and a soft surf machine. Yeah, <laughs> you 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 just put on the blanket the second you walk in. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, so that's what we'll be up to for the uh-huh. next. What that's why you won't be getting any episodes for the next three weeks. Uh, Miles and I are just going to be. Uh, quote unquote testing this new slanking technology. it up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about Elon Musk real quick. Uh, a couple things over the weekend. A video surfaced of a Tesla Cybertruck driving along the road full of bullet holes on the side. Uh oh. This guy. What the? Is it like because because so, somebody was into some shit like or this no, is it's it like was, a marketing thing. I think it was a viral marketing stunt. Um the car's ability sense. to stop bullets uh oh that's presumably right. fired by cannibalistic marauders in the barren wasteland of the near future is okay. uh, mm-hmm. caused by Elon Musk <laughs> is uh for some reason a selling point of the Cybertruck and it so he came out at once the picture started circulating and was like, we emptied the entire drum magazine of a Tommy gun into the driver door, Al Capone style. Um, oh, no bullets wow. penetrated into the passenger compartment. Uh, so first of all, Tommy gun. <laughs> why, Hell yeah. Why'd you use the Tommy gun? That's maybe he's like, yeah, he's old just, bad guns, but I, okay. Hey, you know, have some respect. Call it a Thompson. 
You know what I mean? But That's I guess right. he really, I, I guess in his mind too, like he sees everything in like meme form. So like right. the meme of someone being like, ah, ha, 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 like just rattling off shots would be like some Capone-esque Tommy gun thing. But yeah. sure. Great. Uh, your car, your, the car that you bought to protect you from machine gun fire that you are in no way actually facing uh, seems to actually, you know, stand up to the test. So great his favorite part of home alone is when the guy says i believe you but my tommy gun don't and fires the shots he's like that's who they should have made the movie about um <laughs> but other people pointed out that like the windows don't seem to have been shot at and right that's a famously whole the windows shattered during the 2019 demonstration meant to highlight its durability he's like the, even the windows yeah, are the invincible give me the hammer elon don't use the fucking don't, I, don't, don't, don't. I don't care i don't care watch this um <laughs> Oh my God. I don't care. <laughs> Buy it. Pre-sale up now. Yeah. So I, this, the cyber truck is like coming out soon ish. I think, uh, some people do have them from what I've seen. Like, I feel like I've seen some people post pictures of them, like in the wild. Yeah. Elon bros are like, and other car companies must be shitting their pants right now. Look at how this <laughs> thing stops a bullet, dude. Um, what the fuck? I feel Can like they they might have used nerfs. Just like I'm not I'm not saying it's impossible that they used a real gun, but I'm just saying like they might have used nerfs on this. Um, but yeah, or like just a bunch of golf balls. Yeah, you know, just um, fucking rip them into it. But I just love I, I I love the Elon fan mind where they're like this useless thing that has no practical application for the rest of the earth has everyone shitting themselves for this level of innovation yeah. like toyota was like oh my god they've got oh bulletproof god. doors just below the windows that seemingly leave your that? brain totally vulnerable <laughs> what, isn't it, what isn't do it like do? isn't it just because like the outside is just fucking steel and like it weighs like like a fucking yeah. metric fuck ton so it's yeah. like, sure like you're not like coming it's not like this is lighter than a feather, but we'll stop. Like, and even then, nobody's yeah. looking for you in your cyber truck. Okay. He did recently say uh, on an investor call, we dug our own grave with cyber truck, uh, which hits the market next month. So he's, you know, won't, won't become profitable for at least 18 months. Uh, uh -huh. He's, um, oh, Jack, I'm sorry. It's a newly created stainless steel alloy, which they have been granted an exclusive patent. Hell yeah. Wow. Guy's a genius. The real Tony Stark. Anyways, uh, he also spent the weekend attacking Wikipedia. Yeah. Which there, there's a good Guardian column we'll link off to, but the author was like, the sight of Elon Musk charging toward Wikipedia with his trademark guile and delicacy was so predictable that it was almost relaxing. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, yeah, uh, that's, the right order of things because yeah. yeah it's you know first he killed twitter and be, he just wants anything that is created socially that works yeah is going to bother him because oh, he course. wants he wants to destroy that he doesn't want there to be a world where something like that can exist because it kind of undermines the entire argument for him being a billionaire. Right. Um, right. So. Yeah. And also like in an air, in an era where people 
like especially who are billionaires or you know that are powerful they benefit from people not getting all the information they need so if you can turn twitter into like a fucking weeble wobble fun house where you don't know what the fuck's going on or even wikipedia could eventually be like bro nothing on there is true at all then you're gonna just have to listen to your fucking homie that's been red pilled who's got a blue check that's right yeah exactly just a a full man it's crazy how much wikipedia like very recently wikipedia was known as like a somewhat flawed encyclopedia yeah like is you know people can add misinformation to but it's mostly good and now it is like so much better than everything else on the internet because everything else on the internet has just taken the damn overton a, window a complete shit yeah um and now we're just like just save wikipedia which i agree I like with how- like this I, mean, I feel like if we could just like do a complete reset right now of mm-hmm. of everything that we've created with like online technology of the past uh 20 years I think I would keep Wikipedia. I would keep Shazam. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably keep Reddit, but just like have like add a bunch of moderation or something. Um, and uh, you know, re relaunch Twitter without this guy owning it. Like those, I feel like you would have a a pretty like that. That's the best that we have had. You can connect over niche interests. You can get yeah. kind of a rolling news source. You can get a repository of historical information and also answer the age old question of what, what song is this? Yeah. What is this? Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I'd shortcut? start paying for music again if you gave us our not for profit shit and just like fucked off and stopped wow. ruining everything about the internet. Would you, you know? do, do you have that the shortcut built into your phone. I remember when we found out about like that iOS thing where you could tap the back of your phone and make it do something. Yeah. I had it do Shazam, but now I just errantly Shazam shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this isn't a song. They're like, this isn't a song. You're fighting with your mom. <laughs> like, what? We're arguing. Yeah. Okay. I, mine is fight. camera and uh, home screen because I have too many apps and uh, my uh. kids like to dig deep. So I need, oh, to, yeah, yeah. need the triple tap to take me back to the home screen. Got um, it. all right. Should we talk about Jim Jordan or leave that yeah, for, all why right, not? let's it's talk quick. about this dipshit. I mean, this guy fucking, he, he tried again. He, he, and look, the long and short of it, Jim Jordan is no longer in the race for house speaker. Wow. Much to the dismay of other Republicans, uh apparently like <laughs> after uh like like this happened like one of the reporters was getting calls about like what is he doing like what's going on what is he thinking because a lot of the maga energy was trying to get behind him because this is a moment where the fringe of the republican party because numerically the people who are like frothing at the mouth maga people they are in the minority numerically and they're trying to use this to be like this is the full takeover okay um M A G A. We run in this GOP shit. Okay, I try to the do a take over the break. So work. the break is over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But now, because of the chaos, they have nine fucking people that are now tossing their hat in the ring. Eight of them, only eight of them, are white men. So there's that. The other being Byron Donalds, who is a black man who hasn't even completed his first term. So just even like. You know, I hate to say you're not qualified for the job, man, but like, you haven't even been in Congress like a fucking term. So, like, yeah, the, the speakership is a little bit different. 
And yeah, and only two of those nine actually voted to certify the election. So you already know they're not fucking, they're out. Oh, like um, the 2020 election. Yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. in the uh, stop the steal shit. Exactly. The other seven, no, the other seven are stop the steal. Only seven two. of the nine. Stop yeah. the steal. Seven Got of it. nine. Shout out uh, Deep Space Nine uh, or whatever that Star Trek thing was. Uh, and also, uh, it's, it's just getting ugly. Like there's this guy, Tom Emmer. He's the majority whip. He's known to the party uh, because of his position. But he's like, I guess, like, you know, seemingly the most normal. And by that, I mean, like, his Wikipedia has subsections for things like bullying, drunk driving, Nancy Pelosi <laughs> machine gun video, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, um, no. So he's like, you're like, uh, okay, yeah, maybe normal. But then he's already getting a whole on- drunk driving career. I don't know. Yeah. And like the bullying thing, I was like, well, maybe it's anti bullying. It's like, no, he was like against bully, like, legislation that was going to protect people or change like the curriculum anyway he's now getting attacked on like steve bannon's show and a lot of people are like oh maybe he didn't it's because he hasn't full voice supported trump's like next presidential run so i don't know as it stands it looks like it it's just a continuing fucking embarrassment uh for everybody involved uh Mm. and but the republicans keep doing this thing where they're like Oh, well, you know, the Democrats, like they're trying to rope the Democrats into this mess as if they had like they're responsible or had a fucking hand in any of it. Um, And I got the majority. You just can't agree amongst yourself. Yeah. And I'll just I'll just play this one clip of uh, Newt Gingrich. who He has an idea. He has an idea on how to just turn this mess around. I I frankly wish that they and Calista and I have talked about this. I wish they had. Uh, a woman candidate of all the candidates they've got running, you know, so somebody like um, Elise Stefanik nope. or Beth Van Dyne, nope. uh, who had been a mayor of a city before becoming a congressman. I, I think in some ways, given the level of rowdiness and the level of juvenile behavior, uh, it's conceivable that a female speaker uh, would be more effective in actually getting them all to get together and stick together. Mm. That's the key. They have to learn to stick together. Mm. Anyway, I love that he's like, all right, guys, I'm what not about being a woman? woke. I'm not being woke. I'm actually being regressive by saying we need a woman to take to just, I don't know, man. We Can you do the work now? Can you get, can you help get this, these, these rowdy fucking characters together? Yeah. Oh, Newt Gingrich. Uh, but no, I don't think we're going to see that anytime soon. Yeah. I don't know that, like, I still uh, have a tough time giving a shit about this one because they, like, the, the narrative that I'm seeing is like the the candidates now like have a much lower public profile than any candidates for Speaker of the House like prior to this. Um, but like I I'd never heard of any of the speakers of the house before they became speaker of the house. Like I'm just I'm not versed in who any of these people are. So right, right. Um yeah. The, I mean is it's- Gavel Banger still in, Gabby in Bang Bangs, Gabby Bang Bangs is still he's still holding the little wooden peepee and smashing it till the live long day. But we'll see okay. what happens. Yeah, he's he's it doesn't look good for him, obviously, if they they find someone else to be the speaker. But yeah, I mean the, the real importance is like if you think politicians were getting shit done before, they're literally not getting shit done now because it's just like Doing I don't nothing. know. I yeah. wanna be yeah, and it's like nothing's gonna happen. I mean, you know, the next thing is mid-november another potential government shutdown will they get it together by then and you know and sadly people are gonna like lose their job or like you know have to be furloughed 
or if they, you know, rely on government assistance and things like that, that kind of shit, that, that's all in jeopardy. Jesus. Um, all right. Well, those are some of the things that were trending over the weekend, continue trending into this Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode oh, yeah. of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Mm-hmm. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing about white mm-hmm. supremacy. And we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.